Hello and happy day. How does slowing down sound to you today? Would you like to reduce the noise for just a bit? Are you ready to make a choice and decide to listen? My name is Igor S.F. Walker and I am here to remind people to slow down, to reduce the noise, to walk their lives into a natural flow. Welcome back to the Book of the Week series. Every week as I read another amazing title, I share it with the world. And today we look at Atomic Habits by James Clear. Too often we convince ourselves that massive success requires massive action. Whether it is losing weight, building a business, writing a book, winning a championship, or achieving any other goal, we put pressure on ourselves to make some earth-shattering improvement that everyone will talk about. Meanwhile, improving by 1% isn't particularly notable. Sometimes it isn't even noticeable, but it can be far more meaningful, especially in the long run. A difference a tiny improvement can make over time is astounding. Success is the product of daily habits, not once-in-a-lifetime transformations. You should be far more concerned with your current trajectory than your current results. Your outcomes are a lagging measure of your habits. Your net worth is a lagging measure of your financial habits. Your weight lagging measure of your eating habits, your knowledge, lagging measure of your learning habits, your clutter is a nagging measure of your cleaning habits. You get what you repeat. Forget about the goals. Focus on systems instead. Goals are about the results you want to achieve. Systems are about the processes that lead to those results. Every Olympian wants to win a gold medal. Every candidate wants to get a job. And if successful and unsuccessful people share the same goals, then the goal cannot be what differentiates the winners from the losers. Achieving a goal can only change your life for the moment. That is the counterintuitive thing about improvement. We think we need to change our results, but the results are not the problem. What we really need to change are the systems that cause those results. When we solve problems at the result level, we only solve them temporarily. In order to improve for good, we need to solve problems at the systems level. Fix the inputs and the outputs will fix themselves. Goals restrict your happiness. Goals create an either-or conflict. Either you achieve your goal and you're successful, or you fail and you are a disappointment. Goal-oriented mindset can create a yo-yo effect. Many runners, they work hard for months, but as soon as they cross the finish line, they stop training. Purpose of setting goals is to win the game. The purpose of building systems is to continue playing the game. The long-term thinking is goalless thinking. It is not about any single accomplishment. It is about the cycle of endless refinement and continuous improvement. Ultimately, it is your commitment to the process that will determine your progress. There are three levels of behavioral change. A change in your outcomes, 
a change in your processes, or a change in your identity. The ultimate form of intrinsic motivation is when a habit becomes part of your identity. It's so one thing to say, I am the type of person who wants this. It's something very different to say, I am the type of person who is this. Word identity was originally derived from Latin word essentitas, which means being, and indentium, which means repeatedly. Your identity literally means your repeated beingness. There are three levels of change. Outcome change, process change, and identity change. The most effective way to change your habits is to focus not on what you want to achieve, but on who you wish to become. Your identity emerges out of your habits. Every action is a vote for a type of person you wish to become. Becoming the best version of yourself requires you to continuously edit your beliefs, upgrade, and expand your identity. The real reason habits matter is not because they get you better results, although they can do that, but because you can change your beliefs about yourself. Conscious mind is the bottleneck of the brain. It can only pay attention to one problem at a time. As a result, your brain is always working to preserve your conscious attention for whatever task is most essential. Whenever possible, the conscious mind likes to pawn off efforts to the non-conscious mind to do automatically. This is precisely what happens when a habit is formed. All habits proceed through four stages in the same order. Cue, craving, response, and the reward. This four-step process is not something that happens occasionally, but rather it is an endless feedback loop that is running and active during every moment you're alive. It is active even now. The brain is continually scanning the environment, predicting what will happen next, trying to differentiate responses, trying, to, trying out different responses, and learning from the results. The entire process is completed in a split second and we use it again and again without realizing everything that has packed into the previous moment. How to create a good habit? The first law, cue, make it obvious. The second law, craving, make it attractive. The third law, response, make it easy. The fourth law, the reward, make it satisfying. How to break a bad habit? Well, the inversion of the laws. First law, cue, make it invisible. The second law, craving, make it unattractive. The third law, response, make it difficult. And the fourth law, reward, make it unsatisfying. You can break a habit, but you're unlikely to forget it. Once the mental grooves of habit have been engraved into your brain, they're nearly impossible to remove entirely, even if they go unused for quite a while. And that means that simply resisting temptation is an ineffective strategy. It is hard to maintain a Zen attitude in a life filled with interruptions. It takes too much energy. In the short run, you can choose to overpower temptations, 
in the long run, we do become the product of the environment we live in. So to put it bluntly, I've never seen someone consistently stick to positive habits in a negative environment. If you're having trouble changing your habits, the problem is not you. The problem is your system. The habits repeat themselves again and again, not because you don't want to change, but because you have the wrong system for change. Awareness comes before desire. A craving is created when you assign meaning to a cue. Your brain constructs an emotion or a feeling to describe your current situation. And that means a craving can only occur after you have noticed an opportunity. Happiness is simply the absence of desire. When you observe a cue, but do not desire to change your state, you are content with the current situation. Happiness is not about the achievement of pleasure, which is joy or satisfaction, but about the lack of desire. It arises when you have no urge to feel differently. Happiness is the state you enter when you no longer want to change your state. Happiness is the space between one desire being fulfilled and a new desire forming. With a big enough why, you can overcome anyhow. And being curious is better than being smart. So please do help out. It is easy. Simply like this video so more people can enjoy. Share it too and spread the word. Subscribe to my channel and stay up to date. And the link to this book is in the description below. So buy it and read. Never stop learning. Thank you. Love and respect.